0: Welcome to Cheers to Homeownership. Cheers, guys. This is Amy Trim. I'm a
1: loan officer here in Washington State, and I'm Kathleen Facey. I'm a realtor, managing broker of my team, Team Facey here in Washington State as well.
0: And this podcast is about everything to do with homeownership, from buying, selling, even refinancing, but also, you know, what goes into homeownership, owning a home, all of those aspects we're going to cover in these podcast episodes. We'll be interviewing all the professionals that are involved. We'll even be interviewing previous clients. Yeah, yes, fun. it'll be great. You know, Kathleen and I have been teaching homebuyer classes together for eight and a half years now. So long. I know. <laughs> Our classes cover twenty-three benchmarks that go into buying a home. But this podcast really allows us to dive deeper into the all aspects of homeownership. But we are talking about buying today because man, just give it a year and the market can really change, right?
1: It's definitely shifted. Yeah, yes.
0: so you know we we have an exciting episode. What are we going to cover, Kathleen?
1: We're going to we're going to talk about the 10 reasons now is a good time to buy a home. I love it. Yes. You know, it wasn't long ago that shoppers lost out on homes left and right due to bidding wars and sky high offers. Remember that? Oh. I mean, oh my gosh, it was it was heart-wrenching to have buyers they were trying so hard. I know.
0: They were being beaten just
1: up. left and right, oh, left yes. and right. The housing market has changed. It definitely has shifted. And it's a, really a good thing. It needed to happen. Yes. And many people wonder what that means for them. Well, homeowners, home buyers, like, yes. excuse me, don't need to be fearful and put their homeownership dreams on hold. And we want to really encourage you. To take that step towards home ownership.
0: Yeah. There's so many reasons. We're only going to cover the top 10. Are we going to start with number 10?
1: Yes. So okay. number, let's talk number 10. Sellers are more motivated. And this is exciting because in the last few years, you know, you've had to You had to really stick to list price for a buyer or they had to offer higher than list price. Well, now a lot of times you're able to negotiate that list price. And, you know, if the the home's been on the market for a while, sometimes you can get a lot less than list. And that's really exciting because we love to see our buyers get the best price absolutely
0: and sellers because of that motivation are back to offering credits now Woo-hoo! you can use exactly you can use those credits in a couple of ways you can use them to help you with your buyers closing costs but you yes. can also take advantage of that credit to buy down your interest rate which
1: lowers your monthly payment yes i love it in- you know, oh, I, I think, Amy, this is a really good time to talk about, because, you know, people are talking about interest, interest rates are higher mm-hmm. um, and properties are higher, but when we can negotiate a lot of times a lower price right now, and you can get all these benefits like your interest um, buy-down. Yes. You sometimes, I mean- It makes it affordable like in recent yes. years past. Yes. And that's what
0: we did with some clients who just closed last month. You know, they were able to negotiate on the price and get the lower interest rate and yes. payment because, you know, of all the factors that went into you negotiating for them. Helped
1: them. be able to afford. I mean, how much, what more was it? It wasn't like $75,000, $100,000 more? Um, it was eighty. Oh, see. Oh, right in between. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even Good I memory. know numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so this is really one of my exciting ones is number nine. There's no reason to waive a home inspection. You know, in the past... Especially in the last couple of years. Number eight. Oops. Oh, yeah, number eight. (laughs) Double nine. So, number eight. Yes. So, you know, in the past, uh, buyers were having to pretty much waive everything. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah, and no protections. Just, there was none. But now you can ask for home inspection again. And I absolutely, as a real estate broker, absolutely recommend you as a loan officer, I know you feel the same absolutely. way. Absolutely. Do a home inspection.
0: It's for your protection. Yes. And you, you got to know what you're buying.
1: You do. And this
0: way you really know from a professional.
1: Gosh, it's a huge ins- investment. You need yes. to know what
0: you're going to be looking forward to. Yes. And didn't we have some clients also recently have
1: a home inspection? Oh, you're right. You know, what was interesting is actually the sellers provided a home inspection as well. Oh, right. Then Yeah, but then the buyers still opted because we talk about that in our class after Mm -hmm. talking with Kyle, uh, with the home inspector, Mm -hmm. with home team, right? Yeah. And he was saying, you really should still have your own home inspection. Mm -hmm. And our buyers really took that to heart. And so, yes. Yeah, so they said, "We appreciate it. We want to review that one, but we also want to do our own." Thank goodness. You know, mm. every home inspector is human, and yeah. we don't know sometimes the home inspectors, but we do know who we know and we trust, and those are who we refer to our clients, right? Right. Well, this time we had Kyle out there, and Kyle found that there was a home um, foundation issue, mm. a huge challenge and it was not called on the last inspection that the homeowner provided. So Kyle recommended that we have a foundations expert come out there and take a look. And it was so crazy that the foundation expert, all he deals with is foundations. And he says, it's not a project we would take on. We would highly recommend that your buyer's run so my buyers oh, did not but walk not but run. run run away from this house mm. and so we ended up getting them out of contract and they got their earnest money back yes so it was really a it was a saving grace then they we found them another place it was just beautiful it was just yeah. meant to be and they're it so was. happy we've closed right yes yes, yes. yes. that's and, awesome yes. and they're so happy so definitely an inspection i'm so excited that our buyers now can get them done again. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, let's see here. What
0: is next? Number seven: fewer buyers could mean less bidding wars. Yes. And you, you know, ultimately, you have less frenzy, less competition that that's, was happening. You know, that's we a good were word
1: for it. Yeah. You
0: know, we were just in a an extreme market oh. that buyers, you know, just. Oh, man, it was... i would
1: never seen, and you know, no. you know, I've been a, lo- a real estate agent now for a little over nine years. I'd never seen it before. No. Never to this extent. It was extreme, extreme. and,
0: you know, a lot of circumstances of what led to that, but that's a whole other podcast episode. Absolutely,
1: <laughs> and we will get into that. Yes. We'll dive into that someday. And number six, making an offer above the list price may no longer be necessary. Oh. So, you know, I kind of talked about that in number 10. And so number six, we're just kind of piggybacking on that is that, you know, you, you can definitely in most circumstances, I don't want to say all the time, but you can sometimes now offer less, but you definitely are not always offering more. Because
0: sometimes it was a hundred thousand dollars over it was,
1: list price it was and appraised value. Yes. And that was the norm there for yes. a moment. And now, you know, we've actually, we've, there's been a little uptick in these last couple of weeks and we've had um some listings that have sat for like 100 days and then now all of a sudden they had m- multiple offers but two versus 20 right or 30. so it was not crazy mm-hmm. and you weren't you know it just it's just a different market space here in washington state right now exactly and yeah. number
0: five there's no reason to waive financing or even an appraisal contingency. Now remember, contingencies are in the contract. Your agent puts them in the contract as protections for you as the buyer. Well, again, in this crazy market, we just are out of, thank goodness. Yeah. A lot of those contingencies were waived, like financing and appraisal contingencies. What that means is normally there's and now there is a financing contingency in the contract that says basically hey you can back out of this transaction if your financing fails like if you lose your job in the middle yeah in the middle of a transaction now that's you know not common but it can happen and then that way you get your your deposit
1: back yeah your earnest money yes absolutely So, um, yes. So, and then the appraisal contingency, Mm, right? You want to explain that one? Yeah. So normally
0: there's a protection that says, Hey, if the appraised value doesn't come in at, to support the purchase price, then it's an option uh, of, you know, you basically go back to the table to renegotiate, but by waiving that it didn't matter.
1: Right. So the buyers were paying over Appraised value. Yes. So there's two different forms that are involved in that. The Mm -hmm. waiving of financing was the on the 22A, and then the 22AD was when you were waiving appraisal, and or you weren't, or you were doing some type of an appraisal waiver waiver in a sense where you were like remember yeah remember that because we were buyers were having to say if the appraisal came in lower than the purchase price. I'll put up or shut up. I'll put up yeah. five thousand, ten thousand, hundred. I mean, yeah, we saw a hundred thousand. <laughs> My father-in-law. Appraisal. That's what happened. He he sold his home, and
0: they uh, the buyer ended up paying a hundred thousand dollars more than the
1: appraisal came back at. And they were willing to do that. Oh, because totally. Competition was fierce, very, very fierce. So number four is paying your own mortgage can lead to home equity for you. Home equity. I love home equity. I know. No, so home equity. What does that mean? So that means let's say you own, own a home, and you owe a hundred thousand dollars on your mortgage. Okay. And now this home is worth five hundred thousand. Say. Okay. Nice round numbers. I like right? it. So those the difference is four hundred thousand. Right. That four hundred thousand is your home equity. That equity can used be used for certain things, like right. like Amy. You know, they they can contact you as a loan officer, and you can help them with. Um, refinancing, which means doing a new loan, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Redoing your mortgage.
0: And they can pull out the equity for a couple of different reasons, like, you know... um, home improvements, new roof. So they reinvest it into the home. Or in some cases, maybe some debt consolidation might make sense.
1: It depends on the owner's circumstances. But all in all, home equity is such a great thing because it provides you landlord freedom. Oh, yes. You're not at the mercy of somebody else. Yeah. So when you're paying rent, you're paying that landlord, that homeowner's Um, equity you're paying for their equity yeah and we want you to have that equity that's right
0: that's right okay so let's see here number three rent prices will continue to rise and you know paying a mortgage versus paying a mortgage is more stability easier for budgeting because so many people are in a fixed rate mortgage nowadays and that's really great um, to know what's coming up every month Or your housing expense. Now, sure, your property taxes, if you're living in a state that has them and your homeowner's insurance can vary from one year to the next, but the loan portion of your mortgage payment doesn't change for all 30 years. So again, great for budgeting, provides more stability versus rent. And again, back to Kathleen's point on number four is you're free of
1: that landlord's, you know, whims. Yeah, so you have more stability. Mm -hmm. So let's just say you know you're renting and you love the rent. You're okay with the rent is um is, it's within your budget. You love the neighborhood. You like the area you're renting and the home you're renting. The commute works for you. Yeah, the commute works, and so you're deciding. You know your lease is coming due, and you're gonna you're gonna contact the landlord and tell them that you want to stay another year. Well, you do that, and then the landlord says, "Oh my gosh, I'm sorry, but we've decided to sell." Oh, yes. We have people
0: who come through the class in that exact circumstances.
1: Now, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? What if you haven't been saving for that down the deposit? What if you have pets and now you have to have pet deposit? And, you know, I can almost guarantee that your rent's going to be more for the new place than you've been paying. And it's a part of the reason sometimes they want to sell, you know, Mm -hmm. or they want to, or they're going to say, you know, yes, you can stay and rent, but the rent is going up. Yeah. For $500. Now it's out of your control. Yeah. Out of your control and you're at their mercy. So we want number two to help you as a homeowner, you know, create that wealth for yourself because it will increase your wealth. It's the best investment you can make. We also want to promote and encourage long-term home ownership for that stability and to create that wealth. You know what? Um, the average the average uh increase annually is 4 to 6% of yeah. increase of equity. I mean, yes, it's been a lot more in the last few years, but the mm-hmm. average is okay. at least around 4 to 6%. Yeah,
0: historically it's the best form of investment.
1: Way better than a savings account.
0: And so stable compared to Thrade in the stock market, although mm. that has its own pros and cons to it.
1: Absolutely. We're and not going to go there. Yeah, right? we're not
0: going to touch that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But we do know what we're talking about. Yeah. And we know it's one of the best forms of wealth there is. Yes.
0: And number one, here we go. homeownership changes changes lives. lives. So it's real. I know it sounds maybe cheesy, but, you know, we get people who come through the class with all sorts of reasons. And a lot of these are touched on. But when you see them tear up when they're pre-approved, Oh, and they're ready to go house shopping. That? Yes, Saturday yes. night. Yes. It was so sweet. And they were so excited. They were high fiving.
1: They were, they were, in were in the hugging. Class. They yes. were in the class a few months ago. And yeah. they were like making these little innuendos or these little comments of, well, you know, I don't think we're going to be ready yet, but yeah. we, sh- we want start, to start the process. They had no yeah. idea, no. did they, they? They were shocked. They were practically skipping out of here. You know, and that's the thing. Start the process, right? Amy? Yeah, start Check. the process. You have no idea what you can do. Yeah, and it's never a no; it's, it's a, a win. win. Yeah,
0: and you know, there's stats that support all the benefits to homeownership. There's you know higher uh, levels of education. Some of these are crazy. Healthcare access. You have lower teen pregnancy rates. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know that one. Yeah, they have all sorts because of stats. It's probably to do with stability, right? It is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Plus it helps our community. Think about the neighborhoods that have high rentals versus the neighborhoods that have high home ownership. Yeah. That pride of ownership. Yes. It makes all the difference. You have lower crime rates. I mean, there's just so many benefits. So yeah, we, we covered the top 10 reasons, but you know, right now we have kind of this opportunity, Okay, some lenders like myself at Evergreen Home Loans were offering an uh, additional incentives yeah. for buyers who are hesitant because the news is all doom and gloom. Right, but don't listen know, to the news. No, you got you got to get your foot in the door to homeownership. Keep your emotions in check. Be realistic. Be comfortable with the payment, and think of this as a long term
1: investment in your life. How many times have we said? that we've heard from people, well, you know what? I just can't really afford, they could qualify. Mm -hmm. They approved, they could get in, and they could have bought. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, nope." we heard prices are going to go down, prices are going to go down. Now, prices have gone down a smidgen. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, they could have been, we have one couple that I will never forget Mm -hmm. that could have been in a home four years ago. Wow. and, And they would have had, over a half million at least of equity. Yeah. And they didn't buy. No. And now they can't afford, right, for what they want to buy. Yeah. For so what they
0: want. You know, talk to your loan officer, see if there's any incentives to buy now. Like ours, how this works is, you buy now, we're giving you a 3-year refinance credit on your closing costs. I when, love that. When you refinance. So if you are going in, you are comfortable with the payment, you do pull the trigger, you buy now, but rates come down in a couple years. Then, great, refinance, and we'll give you a closing cost credit. That's amazing. Yeah. So hopefully, this information was helpful. We just really want to promote again that long-term home yeah. and uh, you know we we can go on and on with our stories, but. <laughs> We'll cover more in future episodes. you got to save some for a rainy day. Yes, I know. We can keep going. And in the future, we are going to be doing some more interviews too. But hopefully this gives you some insight into buying now and the top 10 reasons why. So cheers to home ownership.
1: Cheers, guys.